Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. I'm Jim Williams, your host. We are powered by Amazon Prime. One week ago, in Charlottesville, Virginia, there was a protest that was heard around the world. Neo-Nazis, white supremacists, members of the Ku Klux Klan were on the campus of the University of Virginia. By now, you all know what happened. Three people are dead. Nonviolent protesters clashed with the neo-Nazis, the white supremacists, and the KKK of the removal of a statue of Robert E. Lee that is on the campus of the University of Virginia. My guest, Mike Donovan, the president of Nexus Services, was front and center at that protest that went awry near his hometown of Charlottesville. Mike, welcome. Let's pick things up on how you got involved. Absolutely. Well, you know, it was really clear early on. It was actually clear Friday night that things were were not um, being there. There was no control over what was happening. Um, we could we could see very clearly on Friday night. You had hundreds of um, of white supremacist protesters on the lawn at UVA. Our corporate office was less than a half hour from UVA. You know, I I live in the Charlottesville area, so I'm very familiar with this. And um, you know the, the the group of people that were out there Friday night chanting uh, "Jews will not uh, control us" and "blood and soil," which a lot of people don't know what blood and soil is, but it's a Nazi term and it's it has some pretty horrific um, meanings and ramifications. Not that any of those people probably really understood it, but the the reality is that um, it was pretty clear on Friday night that there was no control. Right? They mm-hmm. the uh, white supremacist protesters. And then you had some Black Lives Matter protesters, which were really just kids from university saying this can't happen here, and mm-hmm. and and they got violent, um, and and it was it was pretty fast um, it, to see how it spiraled out of control. So we were concerned about what would happen the next day. So we decided that we were going to offer free bail to folks that were resisting white supremacists in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know how this, the police were ultimately going to handle um, the protesters and the counter protesters. But we knew that the city had had failed uh, leading up to it. The um, we have a, a, a liberal progressive mayor in uh, Charlottesville named Mike Signer, who mm-hmm. I think has uh, his eyes on statewide office. Um, Mike um, spent his time, you know, fighting the um, the white supremacist permitting uh, rather than preparing his police for what was to come to his city. And um, and so you know we could see coming into this that that there was a local failure of leadership, and then you know on Saturday the police largely stood still and watched the two sides clash. So we knew that there likely would be arrests, and we wanted to support folks that were standing up against white supremacists um, in posting their bonds. Of course, if they weren't wearing masks, you know one of the things mm-hmm. that we wanted to make sure of is that we didn't bond mask protesters, because at some point when you don a mask at a protest rally, you're no longer a protester. <laughs> Not sure what you are, but, you know, at, at that point you become more of a of a danger. So that, that's what we did. And um, we actually had very few folks that needed our services 
uh, in part and parcel because the police just weren't doing anything about what was happening. And, and what we the effect of that is what you saw in the street, which were, you know, the horrible images of that car plowing into that uh, that group of people and, you know, that young lady that perished as a result of that, God rest her soul. But then, you know, you also had images of, of a young black man being beaten at a parking garage by multiple people with pipes and flagpoles and things like that. And, you know, there's no reason why the police and the heavy police presence that was in Charlottesville shouldn't have immediately swooped in and stopped that. Well, now, you know, given what has happened over the past, uh, you know, 48 hours with regard to the president's uh, press conference, um, there seems that there's likely to be an emboldenedness uh, and as I understand it, and I'm sure you do as well, there's probably going to be as many as five to six rallies um, this coming weekend, uh, the biggest one, I suppose, being in Boston. What's uh, going forward? How do you think this is going to play out? Well, you know, we've decided that we're going to uh, continue our initiative to post bail for um, folks who, you know, counter rally white supremacist rallies across the country. And that's not to encourage violence by any stretch no. of imagination. And we're we're just we're you know the problem is that people, the, the police declare an unlawful assembly, and then all of a sudden the Constitution doesn't mean anything anymore. That's not what the that's not what the founders anticipated. Mm -hmm. You know when you saw the Charlottesville police and the you stand up with the state police and say, you know this rally is now an unlawful assembly. By whose order and control are they making that call? You know we our country was founded on the ability to stand up and say you know what the government sucks. The, the, our country was founded on being able to stand up and say horrible things. One of the things I'll say is the ACLU of Virginia fought the city of Charlottesville and supported the permit for Spencer and his white nationalist protest. I can't stand what that guy stands for. I think he's an idiot. I don't think I think he's ignorant. Um, but I don't have. I mean, I, I'm not going to stand in their way to protest. People have a right to speak, even if I don't like it, especially if I don't like it. Um, but in any event, I think that this. Uh, this this situation in Charlottesville did embolden these folks. The president's words emboldened them. You know, I, I think there's there's no way to walk away from yesterday's press conference without a realization that that white supremacists have an ally in the White House, at least from the perspective of trying to create some moral equivalency to, um, you know, with more white supremacists who have a history of neo-Nazism, have a history of horrific. Um, things in in not just this country but around the world, and you know Antifa or the alt left, which is Antifa really means anti-fascist. I, I don't I, I can't get right. so excited about condemning such a thing. <laughs> I guess I'm Antifa, right? I'm an anti-fascist. So I don't you know to me it's 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 apples and oranges. And while we don't want violence, we do want to support young people and their right to get out and say this isn't my America, and I'm not going to stand for it. Uh, exactly, and and you know the the situation I I've I've spoken to Richard before. Um, he is an extremely educated man. Uh, yeah. He is someone who packages the alt right and white supremacy in a way that is not um, the old KKK Bubba type concept. Um, and he peddles it in uh, in a much more uh, sophisticated style than it has been in for a long time. Uh, that is possibly the most chilling part of it is that Richard uh, Spencer is a very bright person, and right. uh, I think that 
if, if I have to say anything about uh, what we're looking at is we're looking at someone who, um, you know, is an extremely educated, extremely polished speaker who articulates some of the most vile to me, and, and you had already said it, uh, things that I can possibly think of, but does it in a artful way. Uh, that, doesn't make it any, that doesn't make it any less palatable and, and right. disgusting. It just means that he's able to say it in a way that, uh, you know, it connects with some people. Uh, and right. I find and, that is amazing. And, and I, I think it's important to say in some of the most intelligent people can be some of the most ignorant. I think that, you yeah. know, in, in some ways, intelligence can be a curse um, because it, it can be a, a, a place where I, I think really, really incredibly intelligent people can sort of go uh, either way. It's sort of like living life in the margins of a sheet of paper. It's either on one side or the other. And I think folks that have, um, you, know, you know, folks like Richard, have this sort of sense of, of 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 themselves as being incredibly intelligent and incredibly aware, but they're really self-aware. Um, and what what Richard lacks is an understanding of the inherent worth and dignity of all people. I don't like all people, right? I mean, there are plenty of people in the world that I don't like, but I think they all have value. And um, you know, I don't know if that's part of how I was raised or if it's just my life experiences accumulating to a, a, a broader understanding of that. But that's the problem with the alt-right. Um, you know, it's it's a, a question of value. You don't have to believe everybody is equal, even. But you have to acknowledge everyone's inherent value. And you know, if you're if you're on the, the political if you're right on the political spectrum at all, then you should also understand the importance of ensuring that the government never restrict individual liberty. And you know, alt-right fascism is all about restricting individual liberty. It's sort of like if you if you get if you look at the political spectrum and you go as far left as you can or as far right as you can, you're ultimately going to end up with the same thing and that's fascism on either side, right? And that's what we see with the alt-right movement. Well, the other part of the equation specifically having to do with Charlottesville, um, you know, with the statue of Robert E. Lee, I mean, again, it's historic and it's important that we understand and remember history. I'm a big history fan. But you know, Robert E. Lee was leading a group of people that was overthrowing the United States government. <laughs> right, absolutely. It was treason at its at the highest order. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's go it's, ahead. It's, it's uh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say. I mean, you know, we I I I uh, grew up in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Newmarket Battlefield is there. You know, we we watched reenactments of the Civil War. I have an appreciation for history as well. I just don't want to. I don't want to force taxpayers to pay for this stuff, right? Like, build a build a monument to Robert E. Lee as big and as tall as you want to. Put it in your front yard, buy a piece of land, open a private museum that you fund, and put all this stuff in there. But don't make taxpayers pay for it. And the idea that a that a young African American kid has to walk by um, a park and look at a statue of a person who, you know, led a treasonous overthrow of the United States government. In part because of the issue of slavery, it is 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 reprehensible, and the idea that that young black kid's parents have to pay for it um, makes yeah. it even worse, right? Yeah, it's a it's a very bizarre thing. Hey, we're going to um, step aside for a minute, and we'll come back. And when we do, we'll let you talk, uh, finish up a bit 
about uh, some of the things you're doing with regard to DACA and some of the things uh, with um, immigration, which I know is something near and dear to your heart. You're listening to the Politically Incorrect podcast powered by Amazon. Hey everyone, let's talk a little bit about Amazon Prime. Now, if you are a fan of the Sunshine Boys, then you're going to get a free 30-day trial of Amazon Prime. Now, besides the bargains you get on pretty much everything you could ever possibly want, you get two days free shipping. In some cases, in some areas, you even get one day free shipping. Okay? You also get free access to Amazon Prime Video, the home of great original content like The Man in the High Castle, Transparent, plus some of your favorite binge-watching shows like Orphan Black, 24, or Down Abbey. You also get access to thousands of very cool albums and CDs on Amazon Music, all for free. That's right. So, no reason why you should not take that 30-day trial that we're offering to you right here at the Sunshine Boys. Give Amazon Prime a 30-day free trial on us. We guarantee you're going to sign up afterwards. Just click the link in the box below. That's click the link in our description box to get 30 free days of Amazon Prime. Welcome back to this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast powered by Amazon. Our guest, Mike Donovan, the president of Nexus Services. Mike, I know that you guys are heavily involved in uh, uh, immigration, and I know it's something near and dear to your heart. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, we do, you know, Nexus is on the front lines of the immigration system and reforming it or finding ways to uh, make it work for more folks. Im immigration is incredibly broken in this country. And, and the reality is that our immigration policies encourage um, unauthorized or illegal immigration. Um, if you are a family in El Salvador, it's almost impossible to go to the uh, U.S. Uh, consulate and say, the U.S. Embassy and say, I need help. Um, I need to uh, seek asylum. In the United States, they laugh you out the door. Um, however, if you come to the country illegally um, and then within a year present yourself, you have the full um, reign of justice throughout the uh, administrative courts to seek asylum and ultimately be declared to allow to stay. So, I mean, our policies make it make the immigration uh, problem worse, not better. I think we have to acknowledge that we are a country of immigrants and that we should welcome um, hired, meek, um, uh, disaffected, disenfranchised, abused folks from around the world. It is part of who we are. And uh, we need to streamline the process of helping folks seek uh, asylum and refugee status, vet them, and, and enable uh, you know, robust immigration around first bringing in folks who have skill and the ability to contribute to the American economy, and also, uh, just as importantly, uh, staying true to who we are as, as Americans and the ideal of, of what it is to be an American, and stick up for those around the world who need us. And those are the two things that I think we need to lead on, and there are a lot of things that we can do to change the immigration system to make it better. In the meantime, we incarcerate, on average, about 35,000 immigrants a day in this country at a cost of $100 to $150 a day for U.S. taxpayers, and that's insane. It's insane no matter how you look at it. So one of the things that Nexus does is we help immigrants post-bond, and we utilize electronic tracking devices to help uh, ensure that they reappear in court. Um, and all of this is done at the expense of the immigrant, not the U.S. taxpayer. So we've been very successful in helping immigrants come back to court, and then we also fund a law firm that provides immigration pro bono defense at no cost to the immigrants, and we represent thousands of immigrants uh, through um, our pro bono law firm that we support uh, across the country. So it's, it's really exciting work that we do, but it's really we need, we need sort of long-term fixes to this problem, and 
you know, making the bureaucracy leaner is a huge first step, and then reorienting our, our priorities would be a second to, to really make a difference. Are you finding that um, it's either easier or more difficult to deal uh, at this point in time with the United States government under the Trump administration versus uh, the Obama administration, or no different well, there at are all? Many there are many more people being incarcerated, you know, uh, that we, we ended catch and release and, and, and it really did change how people are being taken into custody. So I would say that there are a lot more people that need our help. Um, and, um, and, but we're here to serve them. Um, so, you know, it's, it's unfortunate um, to see uh, young people, families, moms and kids in jail. It's, it's you know, particularly if there's no criminality um, and there are civil infractions in the immigration code, it's hard to stomach that. Uh, but, you know, we, we're on the front lines of helping, you know, restore those people to the communities that maybe not they, where they came from, but communities of support where they have their families and, and uh, reorienting them to um, understand what it is to be the, an American and help them sort of facilitate a process by which they can ultimately seek some relief. And, and the immigration code, a lot of people talk about Ill illegal immigration and illegal immigrants, but the code actually permits people to come here and then petition. So sometimes I think that people people on this issue, particularly on the right on this issue, don't really understand when we bemoan illegal immigration. Um, you know, folks come here, either visa overstays or border crossers, and then have the legal opportunity to petition for relief. They get work authorizations. They get legal status. It's not as simple as being illegal or not. Um, very few things when you create government bureaucracies are that simple, right? But in the immigration context, you know, a vast number of immigrants that you know, that come here illegally ultimately end up with status. So I think we've we've got to step back and take a large scale um, look at the system and and fix it in a way that people don't get lost in the system. Mike Donovan, president of Nexus Services. Um, Mike, how can people get in touch with you? They can uh, look us up on the web at uh, Nexus Helps. That's N-E-X-U-S-H-E-L-P-S dot -E com. And from there, you can check out all of our different uh, services and companies under our umbrella. You can also find access to the law firm. We do offer uh, pro bono immigration, criminal, and civil rights work. And, and hopefully, maybe we can, uh, uh, at, an, at another time, talk about some of the civil rights projects that we've got going on. But people can look us up and find us, and you know, we're here to serve. That brings to a close this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. If you're not a subscriber, it's easy enough to do. Four easy places to get us. iTunes. You can get us at the Blog Talk radio outlet. You can get us at Stitcher. And, of course, you can get us simply by going to the Google Play Store. So, four options to get the Politically Incorrect Podcast. We'd like to thank our special guest, and he, of course, is the president of Nexus Services, he is Mike Donovan, and uh, we're going to leave in the um, box below all of Mike's information, links and such. All you have to do is uh, click on them, and you'll get to know how to get in touch with Mike and uh, Nexus Services. Once again, we'd like to thank Mike for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoyed this edition of the Politically Incorrect Podcast. I'm Jim Williams. Have a wonderful week. Let's talk a little bit about um, Amazon Prime Channels and HBO Now. Are you a fan of Game of Thrones? I know I am. How about Ballers with Dwayne Rock Johnson? That's an outstanding show. This week with John Oliver. Maybe it's HBO's fine boxing series or the outstanding movies that they have. 
Look, HBO has set the standard for quality television programming for years. We have HBO Now, which is part of a great lineup of Amazon Prime video channels, which gives you HBO at a reduced price, even cheaper than a standalone subscription. That's right. We can get you HBO Now cheaper than you can get it in a standalone subscription. Look, you can take HBO Now with you anywhere. You can see all that outstanding programming when you want to see it, where you want to see it. Watch it on your phone. Watch it on your tablet, your laptop, or any streaming video device. Hey, look, if you're not sure that you, you know, want to subscribe to HBO Now, the best streaming video service that money can buy, hey, look, we're going to give you a chance to check it out for free. That's right, free. For one week, you can watch all the quality series and movies on HBO Now for free. All you have to do is check it out on HBO, on Amazon Prime channels. Just click the link in our description box and start watching HBO Now anywhere for seven days for free. And we guarantee you're going to come back and you're going to take advantage of that Amazon Prime channels discount for HBO Now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.